Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. Hello there, you've got Jay Taft, and this is the Rockford Register Star and RRStar.com's weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game. This week we're going to delve into what's going on with the IHSA spring sports season. It's still in limbo, it's still hanging out there, we're not sure what's going to happen with it. Um, with this coronavirus pandemic and the lockdown, schools are closed, no sports in high school right now, but can it be saved? Um, I talked to IHSA Executive Director Craig Anderson and really had him help us break it all down and figure it all out. Um, so let's drop in on that conversation right now. We are with the IHSA Executive Director, Craig Anderson. Craig, thanks for sitting down with us. I know it's a tricky time these days. Um, everybody's locked in. I guess you have no place else to go, right? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for taking some time. I know there's there's just, it's such a different time, that, and, and a lot of people don't know exactly what's going on. Um, so let's let's help them out a little bit. Let's, let's fill everybody in on where we're at um, when we're looking at the IHSA spring sports season. Uh, obviously, the schools are closed. Um, sports are off right now. Give us an idea of what's going on with, the, with, with you guys, with the IHSA and, and you know, behind closed doors over there. What, how are you working on what could happen with the spring sports season? Yeah, well, as you said, it's been a significant challenge for us, and I know for our members' schools, in particular the athletes, seniors in particular, and this challenge that we're all faced with. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll just share informationally for everyone that this is an extremely fluid uh, situation where what we're sharing and what I'm going about to share and, and trying to provide some highlights of what we're thinking at this present time that we're talking uh, could change within a day or two when new information is available to us. So uh, we are, um, as an association, basically working on the guidelines that are being provided to us statewide by Governor Pritzker, Illinois uh, Department of Public Health, and other state and local health departments. And so the advisement we're working off of is presently the anticipation that the stay-at-home order and the virtual schooling that our majority of our schools are under could be finished up on April 30th. And so relative to that timeline, what we've been working on is a modification of a spring sports schedule, both regular and postseason, that would allow us through the month of May and into 
well, for the majority of the month of June to potentially conduct both a shortened regular season for our spring sports as well as a postseason. And that's in hopes of having all postseason championships be played. So it's a it's an optimistic outlook, but it is a timeline should we be back in school attendance May 1st that we think we can make happen. Are you guys already working on um, even the scheduling and, and the different logistics of how you'll squeeze everything in and get it all done? Well, when it comes to the regular season, that's going to be left up to our membership. So I know I've had a, uh, a number of ADs contact me about, you know, what are we thinking and and the the circumstances surrounding the the regular season and the timeline of which there would be conference or non-conference opponents or conference uh, track meets uh, or conference tournaments and whatever they do will be uh, local control will dictate all of that. But what we've been working on is timelines, modified timelines that would allow for our schools or our schools to seed where we ordinarily seed teams for us to conduct whatever levels of tournaments that precede a state tournament and to have timelines of which we could have all those contests played or tournaments occur so that we could uh, hopefully crown state championships champions in our spring sports. Now, you guys have said that you are ready to go deep into June if need be, I've heard, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And so uh, that would require our board of directors uh, modifying existing bylaws to allow an extension under, you know, extreme circumstances that we're under, uh, unprecedented for sure, that the board would, with understanding the circumstances, modify some current season limitations where ordinarily we wouldn't be playing any spring sports beyond the second weekend of June, which is when our baseball softball tournaments are completed. So um, we would uh, ask our board uh, with uh, future timelines, the potential to consider moving those end dates of the spring season towards latter June as opposed to maybe mid-June or before. Um, ordinarily, boys and girls track and field is finishing up mid-April, uh, so we would need some extension in, on those timelines as well. But I have heard that we are not looking at touching July. Is that kind of like a no-go zone there? Yeah, you you know that that's our perception. You know, our, our we'll we'll check with our board. But I think generally, you know, when we get to close to the end of June uh, and start transitioning into July, ordinarily for us as well as our member schools, I think that's a time at which we're transitioning to a new school year. And so it just makes sense to us that we would maintain that limit, that we would not in anticipate spring sports moving into um, dates in July. It seems like just quite an extension of this present school year into a, a next school year that would definitely is unprecedented. And a lot of things we're talking about today are, are very much unprecedented. But that just seems like an exception beyond where our membership may really want us to go. Okay. I mean, everything's unprecedented that we're dealing with right now with this coronavirus and this pandemic. It's thrown everybody into a loop. Do you, and, and you mentioned how fluid everything is, and we get that. I mean, 
Um, is there a certain day that things have to get back going by for us to really believe that we could have a spring sports season? Yeah, you know, I've I've been reluctant to identify a particular day um, because, you know, that that day may come or get close to that day and, and then we find out, you know, we have an opportunity to do this or do that. So what I've been sharing is if we approach or get into mid-May or slightly beyond mid-May, I think that's a timeline where it gets extremely difficult for us to build a schedule where we could conduct all of our spring championships. Um, I There's potential, I think, that while we may not have spring championships, that our schools may, if they're given permission, to go ahead and have some um, regular season contests, those conference tournaments, those conference track meets, or or some type of uh, senior nights, those kind of activities, that there could be a window of that yet, you know, if we're started after a midway or some point a little later. But that those things will likely be local decisions that they could decide on their own if they want to, upon them getting, you know, the permission granted to gather, to practice, to compete, uh, that those opportunities become available. Um, it's, yeah, a couple of quick and, and easy questions for you. Is there, is there any talk already of if, if things do get back and we do return to a spring sports season, that there may be a social distancing measure added to things? Has there been any talk of that at all? You know, we haven't gotten specific about that as a staff or with our board because we think that like what our circumstances are now, that is going to be likely governed by state government, um, federal government potentially, or health um, health departments indicating to us where our limits are. So, yeah, the, I mean, we're anticipating that there will be a slow return to normalcy. I think that's um, been shared at, at the higher levels that health departments are recognizing that we – we're not going to have a day at which we're just all of a sudden back to normal. I think there's going to be a transition where, you know, while we might be able to gather two baseball teams together to play, we may either have to do it with no fans, with limited fans, or that kind of thing for a certain time frame. So we're real realistic about that, though we think um, we're going to have those stipulations put upon us by folks other than ourselves. That's also a little trickier at your guys' level when you hear Major League Baseball and NBA talking about having games with no fans. That's easy for them. I mean, they're losing money, but they just don't sell tickets. They just don't open the doors. A little harder at the high school level in that some of these fields are just there. Um, how do It's... How do you enforce that as well if you're going to ask no fans coming to the games, right? Yeah, oh, that definitely would be a lot of challenges in all of that. And, you know, with limiting to no, the number, where, where does that limit? And, and you're right, no fans would mean that nobody could come. And so, you know, much like the directives that men, or well, all of us are under now, the shelter-at-home requirements, I think we would have a similar expectation 
should we be able to get back and have teams compete in some format that whatever the restrictions are that we would we would need just the the respect of those that would understand the guidelines that we're under to allow those things to be played out so you're right i mean high school's different you know it's a it's an on-site spectator event that all of us have grown to be comfortable with enjoying and taking that away while we'd be happy to allow our student-athletes to be able to compete. Uh, but, um, you know, the ones that would, we'd like to have the benefit of it would be the, the families, the community members, the, the, the um, classmates that, that make the, the high school event such a, a, a proud event to be a part of. And so that's a portion of it that it seems the reality of it just it is hard to fathom, really. And now, again, at your level, if if there's no school, there's no sports, right? Or is there a gray area there? I mean, I thought I I thought I might have seen you last week say something like, "We're almost certain," <laughs> right? I mean, is there still a chance that even if we don't return to school at all this year, that we could have some semblance of a sports season? Well, I, I think it's really difficult, uh, to be honest. I, I think the, the, um, the restrictions uh, that r- result from no physical attendance at, at school would fall in line with similar restrictions that would prevent students from gathering to practice and or compete. And so, uh, in my opinion, I think we do need to have schools back in physical attendance in order for us to be thinking about the opportunities to gather student-athletes to practice and then compete against neighboring um, uh, teams uh, in what we would understand to be a high school athletic competition. So, yeah, I think they have to go together. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, you know, we may get some direction that might uh, direct us otherwise, but I, I think they do have to go together. Okay. Uh, Craig Anderson, IHSA Executive Director, you've been really helpful um, I, I could pick your brain for hours on this stuff, um, and hopefully we can talk more about this in the upcoming weeks because maybe that would mean we're trying to get something going here, right? Um, tricky, difficult times, Craig. Thanks so much for being around and talking to us. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jay. And, and I, I guess I would just share, I, I you know, I've, I feel the difficulty of, of – of everyone, um, in particular our senior student athletes who are basically having, you know, the majority of which now of their senior uh, spring seasons taken away from them. And uh, like you, I'm hopeful and, and every day believe we're getting one day closer to having um, spring sports or some sports. And so I'm hopeful every day that we, you know, folks will do what they're being asked to do to shelter at home which would allow us to bring those days uh, when we can be back on the field, on the track, on the courts, to being one day closer every day that we do what we're asked to do. Yeah, it's tough when it's out of your control, isn't it? It definitely is. Boy, thanks, Craig. I appreciate your time so much. You bet, Jay. Thanks for having me. For more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.
just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.